Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Movies with Mikey. Join the Internet's favorite son, Mikey Newman, for delightful short videos about the movies we love to love. You can find Movies with Mikey on the Chainsaw Suit original YouTube channel. Movies with Mikey. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This is Friendshipping. And the theme this week is... Friend dating dynamics? Sort of? Dates? Dating in the day, dating in the day, dating in the night, dating in the afternoon. (laughs) Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Hey, Jen. Hi, Trid. How are you? I'm great. Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah, I'm a little on the sleepy side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's okay. That looks fine. I'm a happy sleepy. Happy sleepy. How are you? Uh, I'm doing really well, and I don't really know why. <laughs> are you Are you suspicious of it? I get suspicious when I'm in a happy mood. What's our problem today? We're loopy. I'm silly because it's Friday. Oh, it's Friday. It is Friday. And we're recording super early. Can you imagine what kind of disastrous news will happen next week, like, before recording? Oh, my God. This is going to be immediately outdated. It's going to be so out of date. Good thing we're not, like, a political podcast. Because you have to record at 6 p.m. every day, and then you're outdated. Absolutely. Friendship never goes out of style. Friendship is always relevant, fortunately. It is. But just to put this in context, guys, so so audience from the future, this is Jen and Trin from the past— and what happened today was that the New York Times reports that Trump called Comey a nut job to his buddies, the Russians. So so just to put into perspective what the world was like in the year 2017 last week. I know it seems many, many moons ago. Right. But we're living in this simpler, more innocent time. Comey is 6'8", Trin. Can we talk about how tall Comey is? I, it's all I can talk and think about. He is 6'8". Why aren't we talking about this? Why didn't we open the show? 6'8", Trin. That's he's, so many apples tall. It's many apples. He's a, like two cows tall. Wow. How tall is a cow? I'm going to Google. One and a oh, half of a Comey. Oh, my God. He's so tall. And he's giant. And Trump tries to hide from him because he's so tall. He's just a big boy. He's a big, big law boy. So here's the thing about our big law boy, Comey. Here's the thing. Yeah. You're totally right. Nobody mentions that he's 6'8". Also, like, I've never noticed in pictures how tall he is. You got to seek out, but then but then you'll never forget it. Gonna you'll never unknow this information. Comey, very tall. Here's your fact of the day, Trin. Comey, tallest FBI director we've ever had. I mean, do we know that for sure? Yeah, we do. I, look it up. I looked it up. Wow, he's so big. Yeah, I did do that. I, I did you. my research. I wouldn't spew out an important fact like that without backing it up. <laughs> and if that wasn't correct, the Internet would tell me right away. This that's is, what the Internet do. <laughs> this has been the first installment of Hot Political Takes with Jen and Trin. <laughs> oh, are you going to put a little a little ding here? Here, oh. Ian, put a ding, right? Thanks, Ian, for that ding. Thanks, Ian. And thanks, Molly, for writing that ding, because probably it'll cut it from your theme song that you already gave Should to us. Should we hear it again? Here. Let's, have it a ding. Let's have one more ding. Ready? Oh, that was a really good ding. Great ding. Thanks, Ian. Uh, thank you, Ian. You're doing a great job. Should we do advice? We should. But real quick, while we're talking about Ian, yeah. 
Uh, just so you guys know, Ian does a great job with this episode. And if you are looking for an audio engineer, either remote or in the Chicagoland area, you can email us at friendshipingpodcast.com and we'll put you in touch. Oh, that is such a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian's great. Ian is great. I mean, you heard those dings. Oh, yeah. That oh, was Ian. Hot dings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe we should do advice. What do you uh, think? Uh, yeah. Okay. Question one, Jen? Question one. In my short dating experience, I haven't gotten to the point where I've gotten to introduce my date to my friends and vice versa. I'm intimidated by the prospect, especially since we don't get to share much of our time, and I had a rocky patch when first introduced to my current Fred group. I would like to know how to create a good environment for everyone involved. So before we launch in, yeah, this person refers to the date as date mm-hmm. and not significant other partner GFBF. Right. So, before we even launch in, what do you think are the hallmark signs that you want to introduce date to friend group? Oh, such a good question. Because this implies that it's new. The relationship is new. Right. This is when I would know. When I think they would have a good time together. Yeah. When I'm like, oh, that joke you said, that totally reminds me of my friend. They would love that. Or just like, wow, you can't stop talking about Star Wars. Neither can Jen and Trin. You guys should really, you would would (laughs) love this. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just, you you feel the connection. Like, this would probably go pretty well. You already have a good feeling that they would get along. And it's, what's funny, though, let's admit right away, neither Jen nor I have dated in a very long time. That is very true. I have. It's been a long, long time since I've introduced right. my, what am I going to call it? I was almost going to say my dude. <laughs> my dude-ski. My dude-ski my bro. to my bros. <laughs> but, I, but I have been, in, I've been on the other side of this. this I have been true. introduced yes. to my friends, dudes, ladies, I, et cetera. I had a, uh, so I'm in a relationship that's been like a year more something like that and i remember doing the introducing but it's different because we're long distance so it was more like oh you're in town you better meet my friends <laughs> right yeah. right that is different right so i feel like i agree with you jen because i like that your point of view is coming from i'm introducing you to my friends because i think it'll be a mutually enjoyable experience not because this is some arbitrary rule that eventually you have to meet my friends Oh, that is such a good point. Yeah. Or yeah. that you have to get along with them because that right. might not happen either. Right. But you kind of got an inclination like, I would like all of us to hang out sometimes. I think it would be pretty fun. Right. I agree with you. And I think that like moving forward with the understanding that you don't have to say, OK, we've had four dates and now you are to meet my friend groups. That's really not how things work. Yeah. Or they shouldn't. You don't need to follow all these rules that movies have taught you. I totally agree. I think that if maybe there's mutual interest in meeting each other. Like, oh, I'd love to meet your friends. Or when you bring in that new lady yep, around. I was just going to say, are, are people asking? Yeah, yeah. Friends like to know. They do. Um, and obviously, like, all parties need to be involved in the decision of the meet. I feel like nobody wants to have a new stranger sprung on them. Right. Yeah. And it could also be that your friends just never hang out with your boo. Yeah, it could just be circumstance, too. Right. I mean... I remember when I first started at Cards, just the way life was going, it, I, it was a long time before I could bring my boo around the office. And people were like, who's this mysterious guy you're dating? And I'm like, he's not mysterious at all. <laughs> there's nothing mysterious about him. I've been dating him for a very long time and we're very open and like there's nothing. Right. But I just he just hadn't come to a thing. And now he's it's just funny, like mysterious. No. You had been dating for like 20 years at that yeah, point. Yeah, we've been. Well, I'm only 19. Right. But you know what I mean. You had been dating since the womb. The womb. Yeah. Right. When, 
when we were twinkles in each other's eye, that's when we started dating. Uh, I have not even introduced my boo to all of my friends yet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. A part of it is just circumstance of like it being long distance, but also like I don't think he'll get along with all of my friends. <laughs> and it's not even just like that. It's just like who, who cares? I don't care. Yeah, honestly, they don't have to. Um, another question before we move on into the specifics of this question. Yes. Have you ever uh, mutually or maybe one-sidedly disliked a friend's boo and it was fine? Have I ever disliked a significant other of one of my friends and it was fine? Yes. Cool. Is that what you're asking? I think so. I yeah. think that I was trying. That's what I was trying yeah, no, to say. No, I just want to make sure I understand. No, like, no, no, no. Guys, I said it weird. And then I think you cyclically linked with me. And then you said the actual question I was trying to say out loud. We're drift compatible. That's how it goes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I've definitely disliked. <laughs> well, let me back up a little. I'm definitely extremely judgmental of, <laughs> of the people my friends date, Good. which I understand is like going to scare the person that's asking this question. But here's the thing. I, uh, I am so protective of my lady friends mm -hmm. and saying I'm like, like my, I've been called like a bit of a mama bear when it comes to this, but that's Aww. like the, that's like the nice way of putting it. The truth of it is. I like need to lay off. I'm like I like analyze like every like maybe argument they've had and I'm like he doesn't deserve. It. Oh my god. <laughs> he should burn in hell. Yeah. And it's like, well, actually Jen, it was just like a run of the mill argument. On one side of it, yeah, it's cool that I'm protective of my friends, but on the other side I I also need to like be better do a better job of trusting my friends that they're dating someone that's good for them. And it's not like you have to like all of your friends' booze. Yeah, I mean it's, if it's not like Exactly. I don't need to be friends with them. Right. Or even close friends. Just friendly is perfectly fine. Right. I think that one of the things you need to settle before introducing your date partner, boo, boo et cetera, to your friends is why, why am I doing this? Am I looking for approval from my friends? Which, all honestly, that's not a bad thing. Like, if this is a new person and you want to get, like, another perspective, or maybe you've had patterns in the past right. where you've had shitty relationships and you'd like an outside perspective— that is totally cool. Uh, but, like, be clear about why you want to do this, I think, is yeah. a really good way to, like, honestly. Yeah, honestly assess, ask yourself why you think it's important. Yes. So now into the specifics of the question. Let's talk about why it is kind of weird and why it is, like, an uncomfortable, notable moment to bring in someone that you're dating into the friend group. I think it's because, you know, the the group has the dynamics already established. Yes. You know, the dynamics are in place, people are comfortable, and then you have to do a little bit of work and emotional labor of introducing this new person, and you're making a bit of a change. And like, Trin, we've talked about this before, whenever you bring in a new person into the group, um, you are somewhat responsible for them, Yes, at least in the beginning. Like, we've talked about this before when, we, when someone brought a friend to a party and that person set a fire in the sink. Oh, yes, the sink fire lady. <laughs> the sink lady. fire lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to bring in the sink fire person to this friend group, because <laughs> then it's on you. Yeah. For better or for worse, you're responsible for that sink fire, so you better be ready. <laughs> but, okay, I want to run a theory by you. Yes. I have a theory as to why it feels weird to bring in someone to a friend group. Mm. And I think it's be some specifically someone that you're dating into your friend group. Okay. I think it's because your friends know you a certain way. They know you already. Maybe they know you very well. And they've never seen you with this person you are dating. And you are a slightly different shade of yourself when you are with this person you are dating versus when you were just with the friend group. And that is not a bad thing. Oh, I agree. Because you are a shade of 
differentiate a person when you are with your mom or your piano teacher or <laughs> your <laughs> or your trin or Hi. your podcast host or your boss. But like in this moment, you are bringing two. Ver- you're marrying a couple versions of yourself, and you're. I. <laughs> Trent's making a gross face. Gross. I just said marrying. I didn't say like conjoining. It just sa- it just seems like you're just like taking the Barbies and making them kiss. You know, yeah. You're like taking the naked Barbies <laughs> and mashing their non genitals towards I each did other. Do that. <laughs> that did happen right now. The Barbies did get mashed together. <laughs> Okay, but that's just my theory. It's just like a little weird feeling moment because you're like these two these two sets of people know me very well. And now they're all going to have all the information about me. So I agree with you. And I would even expand that to, okay. I think that I would feel weird bringing a new friend around my cousins who know me in an entirely different way than my friends do. Yeah. Family cousins. No, thank you. Everyone should just live alone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with the the theory of the different shades of yourself. And I think that the person who you are potentially smooching or uh, caressing or looking at longingly, <laughs> uh, they, they know a different side of you. And it's like they, they especially a new person you're dating, because they might still have the duck lip selfie version of you. Oh, yeah. They actually might not know you that well yet, but your friends do. Right. Ooh. Right. So it, so if you are still on the phase where uh, you wake up slightly earlier in the morning than them to fix your hair before you see them, or if you're, right. <laughs> if you're still going to bed uh, with curled eyelashes so that you, they think you're still cute or something like that, and you're not in the farting openly around each other phase or the talking about your bowel movements phase, where you probably are with your friends. Probably. That's how you know you're my friend is you've heard about my poops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jen. <laughs> no, don't do it. I was going to ask you about your poops. Uh, I could tell by your tone of voice that you were. <laughs> Jen. That's how well I know Trin at this point. Not only have I heard about her, her poops. I know when she's about to ask me about mine. Jen has heard <laughs> the most dark stories about my bowel movements. It's fine. They're it's not that true. bad. Well, well, that one time. That one time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jen, a scale of negative two to positive two, okay. zero being unremarkable. How's your bowels today? Today? Yeah. Zero. Great. Uh, a couple of days ago. That's what you want. I, well, we don't need to get into it. Oh, I understand. Yeah. It oh. was just a negative two. It's a doozy. It was a, a negative two. It was ex- exactly what it was. Oh, man. I'm sorry. So if this is a conversation that sounds familiar <laughs> to you with your friends, but it's not something you would ever say to your date, I can understand why you would be having this like, oh, I feel weird. Is this going to be okay feeling? Right. I completely agree with you, Jen. Um, and I also want to say like, you don't have, you don't have to do it. That's true. You don't God, have to do yeah, it. Yeah, Trin, that's like the whole other side of this. Like, if you think it'll be too weird and too emotionally too laborious for you you could just not like there are people who genuinely want to meet their dates friends and there are people who genuinely want their date to meet their friends if that's not you it's not like you don't have to like wait for a sign it's just that you don't want to do it you know what i'm saying like if you feel really freaking weird about it uh, then I would say wait it out because yeah. your feelings will probably change. Absolutely. One, yeah, just wait it out. Don't feel like you have a deadline to meet on this. Right. Yeah. What if this is just a, con- a strange conjecture? Think, what if, it, what if it's this? What if they want the date to meet their friends because they want to do like group dates and group hangouts? Yeah. I don't think that's weird. 
What do you, wait, what do you mean? Like, what if they don't genuinely think that the friend is going to, the friends are going to get along with the date, but they need a buffer? Oh, that's not the situation. I don't think it's the that situation That would be a different, either. very juicy, awesome question. Yeah, though. if that's that your situation. That would be so good. Email us. We want to gossip. Yeah, give us more detail. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. It is. It's I also I used to do bad. shit like that for my roommates in college. Like, what? Like oh. run interference? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've and done like that Tinder too. dates and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Go wait on the other side of the restaurant? Yeah, we've done that. Yeah, it happens. I do a lot of, um, I'll be at like a party and I'll text my friend and be like, yo. Come get me out of this. No, oh, well, actually, on the, on the other side of that, <laughs> if like, if you need me to run over to you and say like, I need your help right now. Yep. Anyway. So, Jen, what is your advice about- Here's my advice. Because <laughs> I guess that's what this show is about, is not gossiping. <laughs> Supposedly, it's like gossip mingled with advice occasionally. I don't think if you don't make a big deal about bringing your date to this group, your friends probably won't either. I agree. Here's my here. Okay, here's even a more helpful thought. Pretend you're bringing a new friend. Yeah. Pretend like take some of the weight off the situation. How would you bring a new friend into the friend group that you think would get that? How would you handle it that way? Right. You're not bringing a prop. To your friend group. Ew, yeah. You know, ew. you're not bringing a sexy lamp to show off. You're not showing off your new iPhone. <laughs> like, exactly. You're you're bringing a human being who could potentially be making new friends and have a new dynamic with your friend group. So if you're going into this thinking like, I want to show off my new boy toy. I mean, if you feel that way about your date, that's fine as long as they also know that, that that's and what you're doing. And they're okay with feeling that way and they're cool if they're cool with that but like that's probably not what the situation is like keep in mind the complexity of your boo and keep in mind that this is a human meeting humans and do the introductions it's amazing how often people forget to do the actual this is this person this is this person introduction and like you know you can you can be like hey and they're roommates and we all met in college like you can do a little background info help them out I like that, too. Yeah. I, I like when I introduce people, I usually say uh, name and fun fact. Love that. So, like, this is my buddy, Jen. She is the co-friend of the Friendshiping podcast with me. Or I would be like, this is uh, my buddy, Max. He has several podcasts and <laughs> uh, he owns a very cool bathtub. That's awesome. You know? That's great. And that'll help your your date or your friends remember each other's names. Also, sometimes I'll shout names at people. Like, I'll be like, this is Jen. She's the co-friend of the Friendshipping Podcast. Jen! That is so good, Trin. Because what if they didn't hear the first time? I'm not good with names and faces, so that's really helpful that you do that. Just shout the name into the face. Over and over. Over and over. Oh, that was me pretending to shout into your face. Got it. But I didn't want to shout into the microphone, so I whispered. Got it, got it. We can move on. (laughs) Okay, Here's here's my other thought. Um, before you all hang out, is there like a person in the friend group you can ask for a little bit of help here? You're like, hey, Trin, um, I'm bringing my boo and I want to I want to make her feel comfortable. Will you like help me do a little bit of like the, you know, the conversation? Will you help me out with this? I like, love that. Yeah. And then like thank them because that is emotional labor. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it is. You're asking someone to help move the group dynamic along in a certain way. Um, but it kind of reminds me, like, uh, I remember after college when I was trying to, like, mesh in with this new group of people, and I had a, I was throwing a Christmas party, and I was kind of nervous about it. And so I asked my friend Nadia to show up, like, an hour early before I knew anyone would arrive, just so, like, I could be like, she would help me. 
Do you like small talk? I which love is like, that. I know, which is like laughable now because I'm still, I'm close with all of them and they would just be very amused to know that I was nervous to meet them. But it's kind of like you have a buddy that's in on your your feelings about it and they'll help you out. Thanks, Nadia. <laughs> I love that a lot. Uh, and, and also just like prepping people with, I, hey, Nadia, I would love for you to help me run interference with my date because I know that you both really love Doctor Who. So you'll have one thing to talk about. That's so good. You're setting people up for a conversation. Yeah. All in all, this isn't going to be an emotionally devastating process for anybody. Just make sure it you, shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Just remember to bear in mind that you need to be interested in doing this. Your date needs to be interested in doing this and your friends need to be interested in doing this. If people aren't in a good place to meet new people right now, maybe wait. Yeah. I mean, is it important for you? Is it important to you that this person you're dating and your friends get along? Yeah. That's a question to ask. The answer might be no. For me, it's it's for me. I tend to lean yes, just in my personal life, but doesn't need to be the case for everyone. Yeah, for me, I actually personally lean no. Mm-hmm. I don't really care if I get along with my friends' booze as long as they get along with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I actively disliked <laughs> uh, somebody my friend, my very good friend, was dating, and I was just like, "Yo, I just want you to know, I respect your relationship with her, but we'll never get along." Jen, that's so mature and wise. But it, I, I don't know that I would necessarily recommend this for everybody because I've known this person for I was just going to say that's like advanced friendshipping is what that is. Definitely advanced friendshipping. Uh, because I knew that if I told him this, uh, he would just not try and put us in the same room together. Right. Which is fine. Like, don't waste your effort on this. It's not going to happen. I respect what you're doing here, but you don't need to worry about me. In this. Right. Got she it. wasn't like a racist. I was like, I can be cordial with this person and no big deal, but we're never going to be like best buds. It's good. You put boundaries on it. Thank you. So I guess what we're saying is you aren't responsible for every interaction in this friend group. Yeah. Or every interaction that your date has. But there are some things you can do to like, you know, make it a little easier. Your actual question was, how do I make a good environment for everyone? And you actually can't. Yeah. That's not possible. That would exhaust you trying. Um, But you can narrow your scope and be like, how can I make this first hangout easy? That kind of thing. Yeah. And I and I like all of the things that Jen said, especially reaching out to your friends beforehand. Yeah. Give them a heads up. Yeah. Is it cool if I bring this person? Right. And and do your own little recon. Um, If they have things in common, mention that. Even mention that stuff when you introduce somebody. Just be like, oh, hey, this is my buddy Jen. And I know you both love Mass Effect. One of the first things that I connected on with Jen is that we both loved Garrus. I'm sure you guys have tons to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite question to ask when I'm new to a friend group or new to like a group setting is how did you all meet? Ah. Because it's always it's always amusing. Yeah. Especially if someone remembers and someone else doesn't. And they're like, oh, wow. And then like we're all just going down memory lane together. And I get to shove my way in there and be like, and I'm here, too. (laughs) Jen's here, too, you guys. (laughs) All right. I like that. I think we nailed it. I think it, especially you did a great job. Trin. No, it's true. I felt like I just shared a bunch of stories and you were That's like helpful sometimes to give perspective. But you gave a lot of actionable advice that I think that this person will find helpful. I hope so. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Um, If you'd like, I could read the next question. Think, yeah. Fuck yes. Let's do that. Let's do it. <laughs> Is it weird to bring a friend to a wedding? My brother is getting married this summer, and I have a plus one. 
but I'm not currently seeing anybody, and I feel like I could really use a buddy. It's just not as fun to go alone. If I bring my best dude friend, we've known each other since junior high, and he knows my brother, am I going to have to explain to every single person that he's not my boyfriend? So first, is it weird to bring a friend to a wedding? It is not weird. No, it's not. Are weddings weird? Yes. Yes. That's a much bigger question. (laughs) Yes. It's not weird. So there is one case in which it is weird to bring a friend to a wedding, uh, which is when you don't have a plus one and they just show up with you. Yep. Yeah. That's. (laughs) (laughs) You just brought a wedding crusher. Right. That's a little weird, but hilarious. And you spring up board for a movie. So because they have to pay for like food and stuff for your guest, uh, a lot of weddings, they'll tell you like we're only doing husbands, wives, agender spouses, that sort of thing. Right. Uh, or like, I mean, I remember I've been invited to weddings and not been able to bring like somebody that was a boyfriend, even of a long time, just because it's so expensive. Sometimes they have to make cutoffs. So expensive. They got to stop it. They got to stop the guest list somewhere. Right. It's like 90 to $100 to feed someone at a wedding. It's ridiculous. Um, but this is your brother's wedding. So I, if it was a problem, your brother would have said something. I and think also, you would know. Yeah. yeah. And, and also, I feel like siblings get that kind of like privilege of you get a plus one no matter what. So I agree. At a lot yeah. of, in a lot of yep. cases. Yep. Um, so, no, it's not weird. Um, am I going to have to explain to every single person that he's not my boyfriend? So my first thought was people will be too busy paying attention to the people getting married. But then I was like, no, nah, nah there's downtime at weddings. There's a lot of downtime where people want to be entertained. Also, family. Family. There's family at this wedding. And they're going to want to know what's going on with you, presumably. And family, unfortunately, for better or for worse, they have different, mm, how do I put this, manners when it comes to shit, like asking you about your personal life. Right. They often are like, oh, I can ask you. I'm your great aunt by marriage. It's okay. Who are you banging? (laughs) And it's like, who are you again? Right. I haven't seen you since communion. So your friends you get to choose to put in your life and your family you're kind of stuck with unless you just don't show up, which is also fine. (laughs) Um, But okay, so here's the thing. If somebody asks you, who is this gentleman that you've brought? That's not like an invasive question. Like you have very little to talk about at a wedding sometimes. And this new person is a pretty safe topic of conversation. Right. Um, So but try not to get too exasperated by it because people are going to ask. Uh, But I'm going to give a piece of advice that I've given before and I really like. Give people permission to tell your story. Mm. So if you meet a cousin and you're like, oh, yeah, this is my buddy from way back in the day. Uh, If Aunt Janice asks, can you just like tell them that this is my buddy so I don't have to do it again? Trin, that's so good. Thank you. Yeah, that's a really good like family hack. Yeah. And it also makes it less awkward. I feel like when you're like, it's so much of a not a big deal that if somebody asks, like, there doesn't need to be a whisper campaign, you guys. Yeah. Like if they're going to if Aunt Janet and Aunt Janice, if they have very similar names, are going to gossip about this. Will you just like clue them in? Yeah. 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 Again, who's this guy is a totally normal question. But if it's followed up with something like, uh, when's he going to be putting a baby inside of you or signing adoption Ew. paperwork? Uh, then I would suggest this wonderful Mallory Ortberg line, uh, which is, what an odd thing to ask or what an odd thing to say. Uh, because once it moves into like genitals and, you know, children territory, that's not appropriate anymore, no matter who you are. Or who you're with. Right. 
Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Like, Man. just shut it down. I can envision this happening at a family wedding, especially when the champagne is a flowing and the music is a bopping. Oh, do you want to talk about um, family wedding bingo? Yeah. Okay. So I had a, a close friend who was very much dreading a family wedding that she had to attend. And it was important to her that she go. So not not going was uh, not an option, but she knew it would be some parts of it would be very difficult. So together, she and I kind of came up with like a bingo game to she could check off all these boxes of things that she knew would happen at this wedding. And one of them was like, so-and-so will make a racist comment, <laughs> which is unfortunate, uh, but it did happen. So anyway, maybe this will be fun for you. Hopefully less racism at this wedding. But like, okay, make make family wedding bingo or a drinking game if that's what you're into. Every time there's drunken ant dancing or every time... Me. <laughs> tr- anytime someone's dancing like Trin... <laughs> Anytime someone asks you your relationship status or every time the caterer points out that you're where's the vegetarian? Every oh, time the vegetarian gets called out, that's like that's like the free space, basically, because it's going to happen. <laughs> the, uh, one time I was at a wedding where they had a great idea, which is uh, the color of the guest card indicated what option they had, like pink for pork or whatever. Um, I was the only vegan and mine was just blank. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like green or something. No, no. Uh, it was just blank. It was just like a brown blank uh, name tag. And I always thought that was just so goddamn funny. Uh, and I wish it worked. I wish that the caterer did not say, where's the vegan? Where's the vegan at? Instead of using the perfectly reasonable placement. It, it was just very strange. That is so funny. It was pretty bizarre. Good effort, but didn't no follow through on that you one. You tried. What else is on this bingo game trend? Um, um, what, what kind of, so it doesn't even need to be like, I mean, this person could very well love their family and just feel awkward about specifically bringing a new person around. So how about something like the little cousins, uh, put their fingers in the cupcakes or something like that? Yeah. I mean, we're just giving you some tools that hopefully make this less awkward and make you have a better time. Right. Right. And it could go perfectly fine. Absolutely. We're not saying that you necessarily don't get along with your family or somebody's going to make some shitty comments, but there are ways to prepare yourself for those things that doesn't have the anticipation of something going wrong on it. Exactly. I like to be prepared for anything. I like to lie to my family straight in their faces. (laughs) Uh, If it's easier for me to say, uh, like, oh, this is just my buddy or like, yeah, no, we have sex all the time. I will say whatever it is that makes the the least awkward conversation for me. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I do too. I lie to my family too. Be careful though that your friend is in on it. Oh yeah, yeah. they should have a, a an agreed upon backstory. That sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> you guys could role play. Oh god, if you role played and then just slowly got drunk over the course of the wedding and have, and are unable to keep track of your own story, that would be very funny. That'd be a very memorable wedding. I know we talk about Parks and Rec too much. I was just thinking that. But uh, Janet uh, Snakehole. And uh, uh, Burt Macklin. Burt Macklin. Burt Macklin FBI. Oh, God. Incredible. Also, if you're one of my family members and you're listening to this, I don't lie to you that much. I promise. Trin just winked. She's winking. No, I'm not. She's winking. No, I'm not. She's winking at me. <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately, this is not, this is probably not going to be so bad. Uh, it's not weird to bring a friend. It's cool to bring a friend. Uh, I've t- I've brought friends to big events before and had a great time. Um, just, you know, bring somebody that you want to have fun with. Um, I-, I think, and I totally agree with you. It is really fun to have a buddy. 
it's also not a tragedy to go to anything alone. I completely agree. They said that it's just not as fun to go alone. So maybe they genuinely don't want to go alone. Yeah. But have 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 you thought about it though? Think about well, it. Think about it. It might be fine. Yeah. Because then, like, you don't have to check in on anyone when you go to the bathroom or when you if you want to leave earlier. I don't know. It's just like it might be a little more empowering to be there by yourself. I totally just agree. a thought. Just a thought. It, it's less work because exactly you don't have this little baby bird that you need to chew up their food and spit in their mouth. Yeah. So it it can be <laughs> gross. I love that. I. Uh, but either way, I, I honestly think bringing a friend, not bringing a friend, bringing somebody you found on Tinder or whatever, all of those things have various drawbacks and uh, and various benefits. I guess the drawback of going alone is the same people that ask a lot of questions would be like, where's your date? Right. Do you have a date? Yeah. Shut up, Aunt Janet. I have an Aunt Janet and an Aunt Janice. You do? I do. And so this is very funny for Weird. me. Yeah. <laughs> So beep, beep, zoom, zoom. This has been uh, Jen and Trin on Friendshipping, the Friendshipping Podcast, friendshippingpodcast.com, probably where you listen to this episode. Please feel free to like and review and subscribe if that's the thing that you're into. It's been like a year since we got an iTunes review. Has it been? Yeah. You guys are slacking. Come on, please. Maybe it's just that people stop listening to the episode by this point. I think that might be it. So next time at the top of the episode, you know, on my birthday, I'm going to ask people to leave iTunes reviews. Me too. Yeah. Jen's birthday is in over a month. Is in over a month. And Trin's birthday is in slightly over two months. So start thinking about what you're going to write in your iTunes reviews. Yes. And uh, send us presents. (laughs) (laughs) What else do we say at the end? Oh, if you would like to ask us a question, email us now. Email us now. Yes. We still check our old ask holes. So if you sent us an old question, do not worry. We still look in there. Um, we just want to give you a little more space to breathe. So email us at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. If you asked for us to write you a postcard, I am doing that. I wrote like 20 yesterday and my hand got a cramp, but it was so fun. And I dropped them in the mail this morning. So they're on their way. And I we have like a hundred more to go, <laughs> so it's going to take me the rest of the summer, but they are coming. I got new fancy markers just for postcard writing. Hell yeah. So Sharpies usually work the best on our postcards, but I don't like how thick they are. Agreed. So I got ultra fines, and they come in pink, purple, blue, light blue, four colors, plus black. Uh, shit's about to get wild in your I'm- inbox. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. You're welcome. For talking. Do friendship at the problem.